Well, hey there. How are ya? Thanks for clicking on the Cultural Discourse podcast. Um, this is a temporary introduction for the podcast itself. I'm going to be working on that soon, but I really wanted to put out this awesome episode that I just recorded with my very good friend from Holland. His name's Harm. And um, if you guys don't know, I'm actually Dutch as well. My grandparents were all from Holland, and so I thought that having somebody on um, who was also Dutch would be a really fun way to introduce myself. And so there you have it. This is our very first episode of the Cultural Discourse Podcast. It's so wild saying that, but um, I really hope you guys enjoy this conversation that I had with him. We've been friends for two years, so a lot of tangents, a lot of laughs. So just enjoy. Thanks. Okay, you guys, welcome to the podcast. This is my little bud here. <laughs> okay, start over, please. <laughs> my little bud. Wait, wait, little have you bud. seen have you seen that TikTok trend of like calling men like the short kings on their like lives and they get so defensive? About what? I'll send never, you, I, I'll send I, you some TikToks. They're so okay. funny. The guys are like, what? I'm like short six kings. foot. Like, I'm not short. <laughs> so funny by the way i talked to you like i would talk to my friend and that's how good your english is for real okay maybe we should get a beer like loosen, loosen myself up a little bit i'm telling you it helps <laughs> <laughs> okay so what beer should i get Ooh, what do you have <laughs> not much <laughs> she's gone <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> You know, I should have like knowledge about beers and stuff. And, okay, I think we have. You don't. You don't. You don't got it. Yeah, I don't even think Pilsen. you guys have those Bilsha. Yeah, I'm drinking one of those. A Bilsha? Yeah. A which, Bilsha. which brand? Miller Light. Miller. Super, Miller, super American. Yeah, we don't have that here. No. Well, they recently introduced Budweiser, but it oh. doesn't take off. Like, dude, Budweiser's not that good. Mm, don't like it that much. What about root beer? I, I heard that root beer is like very gross. Um, it's a Utah thing. Like, well, I mean, everywhere in the US and Canada, whatever, they, they drink root beer, but it's especially popular in Utah. Like there's shops that sell homemade root beer kits. Mm-hmm. It was like a company like R and W or something, or yeah, A and W. A and W, yeah. Oh, what's the other one? Uh mug. Yeah, mug is a Canadian thing. Like mug is like the root beer of choice in Canada, I'd say. And uh-huh. AW is really popular here in the US. Yeah, but... I, I was really tempted to buy it, but uh, I thought, yeah, I'm not Just sure. Have it when you come here and then you'll be good. Yeah, I, <laughs> I like it, it but it's like, I think it's... yeah, like, what surprised me is like adults drink it so much here, but in Canada, that's like a thing for kids, you know, to like kids. Yeah. Like there's no alcohol in it. Oh, is there like absolutely no? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It's a soda. It's like a, it's it's a, like a soda. Coke. But it says root oh. beer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And you like mix it with ice cream. That's good. Let me tell you. Mix it you. with ice cream? Mm-hmm. Like vanilla ice cream. Ooh. Like my entire world just like. I'm just yeah. thinking here, like, okay, it's probably like alcohol and stuff. Yeah, kids love it. Okay. Yeah, sure. Canada's well. So. Um... All right. I'm <laughs> starting them young. <laughs> well, we, I, know, I think it was like. Alcohol free for the record. <laughs> okay. Canadians don't feed their children alcohol. Well, there used to be a thing like back here, 
I think like back in the 1800s in the Netherlands, like kids used to have like a little glass of alcohol or something while whilst having dinner. I think that was a, I think that was a thing like back in the day. Yeah, I mean, we're getting, maybe like with totally off. dinner or something. I don't know. I mean, when I was, how old was I? Like 16, maybe 17. I'm really incriminating myself right now. But I was allowed to have like one drink with dinner and I couldn't leave the house afterwards, you know. I think the Most first time I was like earlier. really, really drunk so when I was 15 back home. Really? 15? My, okay. my, my, my parents were away and my, my sister like threw this for a birthday party. And then, um, you know, I had like two beers and I was really like starting to get sick because my body just can't handle beer, apparently. And, you know, we were doing beer pong as well. And I said, you know, what's a, it's like a wonderful idea. What if we just like don't do beer in the, in the, in the cups, but just put liquor in, like, you know, like strong liquor. Uh-huh. Well... I learned my mistake right there. Well, <laughs> let me tell you. Okay, that actually reminds me. One of my really good friends from college, the school that I transferred to, it's a, a really um, Mormon area. And so like alcohol education, whatever, isn't taught at all there. And so mm-hmm. my friend thought that vodka was like beer. You just drink a glass of it. You don't like mix vodka. So this freaking stallion of a woman was sipping vodka straight, like the straight up a full cup of it. And she's like, I would just get so drunk. I don't know why. I'm like, yeah, because you mix it. She's a homie though. Love you. Okay. If you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Just like sipping or sipping vodka. Yeah. She's yeah. She learned. She just does that anymore. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I think like some, you know, Never mind. I didn't know what I was going to say. Anyways, I'm going to get myself a drink, I think. Okay. Okay. So, um, you have some rules or something like no swearing, no, um, yeah, probably try not to swear. Okay. I'll, I'll try my <laughs> That'd best be great. not to swear. Um, I don't really have any other rules though. Try not to swear. I can bleep them out, but I don't want to do that. It sounds like it's going to take too much time. Especially with our conversations, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah for sure, yeah. Okay. I wouldn't trail off too bad, but um, we'll see. Okay, where are you from again in Holland? Zeeland. Zeeland. Okay, we're, we're going to go nice to start somewhere. Okay. Yeah, we do. I love your impersonation of a Dutch accent. This is like my most, like, if I, if I want to speak comfortably, I'm just going to do use that. Because okay. it's like zero effort. Very types. It was very fun. Dating and marriage. Perception of the USA. <laughs> Mooi. Mooi. <laughs> All aboard the train, eh? The treintje. <laughs> Schitterend. This is so going to make it in. Yeah, it is. No, I might no, just no. upload like this. <laughs> yeah. <it's> just... <laughs> uh, <laughs> the title will be called We Tried. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to some a people famous Dutch <laughs> COPD crack addict. Yep. Has a stroke while drinking a beer <laughs> at cultural discourse. Oh my gosh. Peach Lane. Peach Cope. Okay. Uh, okay, we're gonna go nice to start somewhere. Okay. Yeah, we do. We have to start. Huh? We kind of have to like flow into it though, is it? You know, if we're, we're going to talk, it feels like kind of stiff as well. Mm-hmm. Have, okay, yeah, let's can... just freaking do it. I'm going to introduce you, but you have to chime in, okay? Because I'm yeah, but where? Well, what was like most? <laughs> I'm like very bad with chiming in, to be honest. I'm going to. If I yeah. call 
the Netherlands, Holland. Am I going to make the duchies upset? Not really. Oh, really? Okay, I'm just going to say that instead then because... Maybe maybe some... I'm going to slur. <laughs> I'm going to go to her again. Maybe uh, it really depends on the person. You know, you, some people call it Holland. Some Nederlandes. Uh, uh, we're getting nowhere. I'm so <laughs> no, no, sorry. No, we're not. Okay. I'm determined. Okay, I'm going to say this. I'm going to be like, hey, this is my friend Harm. He is from Zeeland in Holland. And that is in the southern part of Holland. And then I'll be like, no, is that you right? Can, you, can, you can say the southern part of Holland because South Holland is a province. Oh, really? Yeah. Where should I say then? Yeah, you have South Holland and North Holland. Those are two provinces. Okay, should I say that you're like Southwestern Holland? Southwestern Holland? Just, just use this as much Zealand. as you despise it and as much as I despise it, just, just say Netherlands. It just makes everything so easily, more easy. Okay. So much easier. So he's from Zeeland, Netherlands. Whatever Netherlands. Netherlands. It is yeah. a small village on the coast. Yes? Yeah. Is it on the coast? Are you on the coast? I thought am you I were. Am I on the coast? <laughs> I, I, am, I am near sea, but it's like You're a canal thingy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, for, for, like, for like American standards, I'm like living in the middle of the sea. For Dutch standards, I'm like kind of away from the sea. So, okay, 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 that's fine. Okay, so, so say, <laughs> I'm going to say, okay, this is my friend Harm. He is from the Netherlands. <laughs> so natural as well. This is my friend Harm. He lives in the Netherlands, Southwest Can Holland. You tell Psych how does not exist. I am to be here. <laughs> Psych, that's actually not a place. Psych, you've been duped. Duped. Okay, let's go. Okay. Okay, hold up, hold up. I'm like, I'm like standing right now. I'm just like juggling my laptop and my. This is totally making it into the podcast. No, no, please. I'm like, it's too good. Well. It's too good no. not to. I don't want to. I don't want people on Spotify to like have to listen to this in their car and stuff. Much Michelle tries to set up a podcast for approximately ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, you can like release it like ten years on when you know you're like super popular and stuff. And uh, oh gosh, okay, not even. Uh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna take a swig of this. Put your game face on. Is your game face on? No, it's not. Get your game face on. Thinking about like stupid stuff. Do you know Joe? Swig. No, game face harm. Let's go. Oh, sorry. Swig. <laughs> Hi, you guys. Welcome to the Cultural Discourse Podcast. Today, I've been talking to my friend Harm for like an hour. We've been trying to do an introduction, but we're too distracted. Um, we've been friends for like two years now. He lives in Zeeland um, in the Holland, so it's like kind of on the coast. I think it's the coast, but his standards, he's like too far in from the canals, but we're going to talk about Holland today. So do you want to talk to us about like why I'm wrong and not, you're not actually on the coast because <laughs> you are very, and I also said that he lives in Southern Holland, but that's not a thing apparently. So tell me about that. So um, I don't live in Southern Holland. I live in Zeeland, which is actually beneath um, Southern Holland, which we call Zuid-Holland. Oh. Um, yeah, if I live on the coast, yeah, that's kind of like another thing. Um, I guess I do. Because there's a lot of like inlets on the coast, right? Yeah, it's basically okay. like small islands. Okay. 
so that's where he is at. He's pretty close to Belgium than Yashu. Like, yeah, like yeah. 30 minutes away, I guess. Yeah, 30 minutes. Cool. Okay. So, yeah, this is home. We've been, t- okay, we've talked for like two years now, right? How long yeah, has it been? Two years. Yeah. I guess so, two, maybe two and a half. If we go on tangents, we're going to apologize now because it's going to happen. That's just like whenever we talk and I try to speak Dutch, it's actually just us teaching, you know, me Dutch swear words, but we're not going to do that today, right? And we're going to keep it PG and all yeah. safe. So we're going to stay professional today. For sure. <laughs> we'll try. Um, so, so I have looked up some stereotypes of Dutch people and I want to see what you think. Cause I kind of identify with them, but not really. I don't know. Okay. 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 So Google says that they're disciplined, conservative, and pay attention to the smallest details. True or false? Um, I guess it depends on the person, really. Mm-hmm. So, okay, for um, conservative, um, not really. Like, the Netherlands is pretty liberal in general, especially the, the, the Ronstadt. So, you're we're talking about uh, Rotterdam, Amsterdam, The Hague, for example. I like all the cities surrounding it. Is there yeah, Utrecht also part of that? Um, yeah, kind of. It's like, like mostly like the bigger cities. Like Breda, you can also count into that. It's like in the middle of Brabant. Okay. Very consider- uh, very um, liberal. And mm-hmm. of course, there's like some, some backwater villages like where I'm from, for example. Mm-hmm. Very conservative. So um, I guess it really depends. And what, what were the other ones? Um, that you're disciplined and pay attention to the smallest details. Like attention-oriented, detail-oriented. So specific. I know, specific right? as well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I'm totally identified sure with, like, the discipline part and conservative part just because, like, all four of my grandparents were, like, farmer, like, immigrants, so they, like, kind of had to be. I don't know. Like, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Especially, like, the, the, the older population is, like, more conservative yeah. than the younger ones. Yeah, exactly. Um, they also say that they're thrifty, hardworking, practical, and well-organized. I think thrifty is totally spot on. Like every Dutch person I know in my family is like, like a penny, like a penny pincher. They save every penny. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, I think like the biggest stereotype that we're like, um, what do you call it again? Thrifty or frugal? Yeah, yeah, frugal, frugal, yeah. Frugal. So yeah, um, I guess it's like the biggest stereotype, and Dutch people are very frugal. I guess, like the um, most frugal thing we've invented is like the the, the app Dicky. It's basically like an app where you, I don't know, just. It's like, is it you just like find things secondhand or what? No, it's not buying things secondhand. It's it's more like, um, you know, when you just want to share a bill. Oh, yeah. You can, oh, yeah, you can yeah. just like, yeah, it's like that, that app. You can just like, um, I don't know, like some, some requests for like two euros or five or, you know, whatever amount. Yeah. But it's mostly like you use like for sharing bills or like, I don't know, drinks. Yeah, we have or, the same thing here. It's called Venmo. And yeah, yeah, it's totally useful. Cause like, if you all go out, it's like, I'm not going to give you like $2 bills, you know, like, let me just Venmo you. So yeah. But, but yeah, that again, depends like on your friend group and you know, where you're going out with that. Um, it also depends on the province, I guess, because I guess they're more frugal in at least my province. They're very frugal, but uh, the province next to me, uh, Brabant, they were not as frugal. They're more like, um, oh. you know, sharing is caring and <laughs> I kind of learned from them and it's like 10 times better, you know? Okay, so Zeeland is like very conservative, like frugal people. And then Brabant yeah. is kind of like a little bit less conservative, a little less frugal. Yeah. 
And then if you go up to like Amsterdam, it's like basically England. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, I, yeah, Amsterdam is like basically like expat heaven. So I think yeah. like half of the people living there are Dutch, and the other half are, are foreigners mostly. That's so crazy! Wow, isn't it true? That like when you go to Amsterdam, they don't speak English there, or is that not true? I can't tell. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. So um, because of like the amount of tourists and stuff, you of course hearing shit around you, and even in some shops like um. Starbucks is like pretty notorious for it and even some other ships people some people don't even speak Dutch so wow. you know you're just like That's in Amsterdam crazy. and yeah hmm. I think so great. I'll spend a day or two there when I come otherwise I'm going everywhere everywhere else <laughs> <laughs> yeah Amsterdam is like kind of a tourist trap as well I don't I don't really like Amsterdam personally you know if you want to experience the Netherlands um Utrecht is very nice mm-hmm. uh Breda is pretty um pretty chill um what is that one you know, like Breda Utrecht is like super nice, so you're you're gonna have a great time, I guess. The old historical buildings, like they still have the canals there, and the big uh-huh. universities there too, right? So it's like a younger. Yeah, crowd. apparently so. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyways, yeah, I read those stereotypes, and I'm like, hmm, I can identify with like four of those. Otherwise, not so much. Yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. Some some are true, some are less, but um, like in the most part, yeah, we're we're pretty much for, pretty frugal, and um, also when it comes to like um, being timely and on and on time. Oh yeah, that's huge. Yeah, that that's like our thing. I think we shared it with Germany as well. Like mm-hmm. you know, if if you if you have to be on time, you're either on time or you know if you're like one minute late and you already like send a text, okay, I'm sorry, I'm already late. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. If I'm like five minutes late, I'm already texting them like like seven minutes before saying hey I'm gonna be there in like seven minutes <laughs> like I don't know yeah that's definitely a thing for sure oh yeah definitely then, yeah do you notice okay so growing up if I had like dinner at my grandparents house we weren't supposed to like get up during dinner like you'd like stay and then you're gonna be sitting there and talking for like an hour after dinner is that also true or is that maybe like an older generation thing I guess it's more of an older generation thing you know at least in my house you know if you're done eating dinner then I don't know, you maybe like talk for like 10 or 15 minutes, then, then, you know, you just like start cleaning up. Yeah. I just remember like my grandma would just keep bringing us things. We'd have soup and then we'd have um, like, you know, some kind of like meat, potatoes, vegetables for dinner. And then for dessert, you'd have coffee with like different kinds of cookies. Soup waffles are like the gingerbread cookies, you know, uh-huh. and then sometimes we'd also have toast with the, um, what was it? The uh, the chocolate sprinkles again. What's that name? Hagelslag. Uh, yeah, Hagelslag. Um. Anyways, but if you needed to like get up, you'd have to like ask permission, and, like come back soon. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess it's more of a thing like by the elderly elderly generation instead of like the I don't know like more um like people who grew up in the sixties and then seventies and they just started having kids and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I think it was also my grandparents' house. My parents wanted me to be like best behavior because grandparents, you know, but yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah cool. Okay. So I guess I think it'd be really interesting to talk about like where, if someone comes to, we already touched on this, but if someone comes to, comes to Holland, where should they go? That's like not super touristy, maybe like lesser known places. Ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah, the mm-hmm. thing is, like, the Netherlands is very big, so there aren't, like, a lot of places you can go to that aren't touristy. I guess, yeah, what tourists don't really have discovered is the Efteling, I'd say. The Efteling? The Efteling. It's an amusement okay. park, basically, in the 
uh-huh. in Brabant again, but it's like the um... <laughs> Team Brabant. <laughs> Team Bravo. Maybe I'm a bit biased, but um, no, it's, it's the biggest theme park in the in, in the Netherlands, and I oh, don't fun. see like a lot of um, like foreigners actually visiting that place. Was actually like the most fun you can have, I guess, in the Netherlands when it comes to like, you know, um, taking a day off and just doing something different from just um, sightseeing and stuff. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'd be down. Oh, yeah, for sure. I want to go beer tasting though. Isn't that a thing? Not just Germany. I think. If you want to go beer tasting, you, you just go to straight go to Belgium. Because Belgium, Belgium beer, okay. yeah, Belgium beers are better in general. Not okay. to say that Dutch beers are bad, but um, you know, if you're just so close to the border, anyways, then um, true. Okay, what about King's Day? Is it like worth being there for King's Day or no? To be honest, I can't really say if it is worth for worth it or not because, you know, me living in a village, we don't really celebrate it here. Mm-hmm. Same goes for like other other holidays. Basically, yeah, we do celebrate Saint Nicholas. Saint Nicholas is like pretty much like a national holiday, but um, like King's Day, yeah, the streets here are kind of orangey, and you see some flags outside, and that's basically it. But if you go to Amsterdam, for example, there are like huge, huge festivals and big parties and stuff. So, I guess it can be like be totally fun. worth uh, visiting it. Yeah, I'd go to some festivals for that. That'd be a good time. Yeah, for sure. Mm, what else? Okay. Also, ice skating is like huge there right like because the canals and people like skate on that and then the sport itself like holland does super well in the olympics with ice yeah, skating. It's, it's super weird yeah because you know <laughs> we don't really skate on the canals anymore okay back, in the, we, back in the day we could but like like usually doesn't like freeze enough anymore to to um to basically do canal uh-huh. skating but i don't know for whatever whatever reason we always like do well in the, in the winter olympics with with ice skating and stuff and um i think it's like mostly popular in the in the north Mm-hmm. I guess. Oh, it's more north. Okay. I just know like during the Olympics, my family or the winter Olympics, we cheer for Canada for everything. Not gonna lie. Okay. Unless it's <laughs> ice skating. <laughs> then it's the Dutch for sure. <laughs> but, it is great then. Yeah. yeah the Netherlands was like pretty good at ice skating for whatever reason. Yeah. And that's like growing up in Canada, we had to learn French from year one of school. That's the same case for you guys, right? You learned English from the start. Um, yeah, but we started at, I think when we were, I started English when I was 11 or 12, like in the last year of what we call Basel I think it was like grade six for you guys. Okay. So that's the start of middle school or like middle, middle school. Yeah. Like, like just before we had to high school, then we have like a little bit of an introduction to English. And then after that, um, English is like necessary. And, um, it's, uh, what do you call it? Like a primary subject. Oh, yeah. It's, like requ- it's a required class. Is that it? Yeah, it's a required class. You, okay. There's like no option to, to skip it. So, hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah, I've noticed that. And like also, people say if your first language is English, Dutch is like the easiest one to learn, which like I kind of agree grammar wise ish and like sentence structure ish. But the pronunciation itself, like, absolutely not. Like, it's definitely the hardest one I've tried to Oh, yeah, speak. <laughs> totally. Like, pronunciation-wise, it's very, very different. Even though they're, like, both Germanic languages, Dutch is, I don't know, some weird amalgamation of German, French, and English. Yeah. So, yeah, we have some, like, weird weird things with, with our Gs and yeah, our Rs is, like, these yeah. compared to English, like, quite weird. But yeah, it's, like, um, to learn it for a year, and I still have, like, a crap accent. <laughs> yeah, what can you do about it, you know? Very easy to learn for... um. For English people, I guess, at least when you compare it to languages such as 
um, Arabic or um, Chinese or Japanese or, you know, whatever you have. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Compared to like Arabic and Chinese and even I would say it's easier than Spanish, in my opinion. Um, yeah, people especially disagree because with me, but. Spanish is like a Latin language, so and I think it's it's uh, Spanish is easier for you guys purely because you have more interaction with Spanish because exactly. you guys live like so close to Mexico and like South America where Spanish is dominant. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like my Spanish is better just because I have to use it like every day for work and like there's a lot of Hispanic people here in Utah now, um, uh-huh. but like that's like pretty much the only reason why I speak it better than Dutch. Like I think that Dutch is easier than Spanish, just because it's like totally different grammar rules in English but yeah yeah and Spanish is Spanish is like quite hard actually right I think so <laughs> yeah it's when it comes I, to grammar and Dutch is like kind of somewhat easier yeah like even in school like in high school we had a, cho- a choice to learn um Spanish Chinese or German and everyone usually does pick um Spanish because one it's pretty useful in the U.S. but also um, it's like taught to be like this easier language to choose um after the first year a lot of people switch over to German and they say it's a lot easier. So yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Whatever. I say, just give it a try. But in my opinion, in his opinion, it's easier <laughs> for sure. It's one of the easiest <laughs> sure. ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. We kind of share that like interest linguistics, you and me, but you like more Asian languages. than Yeah. I I'm more into Asian languages and why I have absolutely no idea. I started out with Japanese and then I kind of started dropping it in 2018, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I started going for Chinese, and I think that's purely because I started working in the Chinese rest- restaurant in 2015. And mm-hmm. um, over time, like in, in, I think in like the time space of 2018 is why I started like speaking a bit of Chinese to the to the cooks and um, to the like personnel working there. And mm-hmm. um, it was like pretty fun, you know, having like being able to like speak in a language you've never spoken in before, and like seeing yourself getting gradually better, like really motivated me to go go for Chinese instead of Japanese, and, and I've never looked back really. So. Well, yeah, and you have people to talk to, so it's like I have someone in uh-huh. person I can talk to, you know. So that's like more rewarding. Yeah, that, yeah, that really helps. Yeah, I'm like having somebody to talk to, talk to, and that's like kind of what what's like annoying for your situation as well, because you know you're studying Dutch, but there are like no Dutch speaking people like around you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just have me, but yeah, we don't even like speaking <laughs> that that much. We as don't. Well. Like, he speaks uh, yeah. me. Swear, he speaks me. He teaches me swear words, and I will not. I mean, I will, we're not going to bring up any of those swear words, but. Nope yeah anyways PG. pg pg as we're both oh. drinking it's fine um <laughs> okay have you ever <laughs> have you ever looked into learning indonesian isn't it like an influence there in holland like an indonesian influence like in their food and stuff too there actually is yeah indonesian is yeah. like um we have some some random words such as um toko for example which means house so oh. it's, it's like sounds like that that is used but yeah you have some some like Indonesian influences. I don't exactly know what like words are like derived from Indonesian or like uh, Bahasa, but there are some. And even even food, like um, the Chinese food that we sell here isn't even Chinese. It's like mostly in- Indonesian. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Is this marketed as Chinese? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because we were like kind of used to that because I think it started like back in the 60s or something. And then I don't know, we just were taught that it's like Chinese food apparently, but it really isn't. <laughs> Yeah. And that started because of like, there's a colony in Indonesia, right? From the Dutch yeah. back in the day. And so, yeah, I figured I that out that. like literally like three years ago, maybe. And I'm like, what? How have I not known this ever? My grandparents never taught me that. But 
yeah, they have a big like uh, Indonesian population there. The foods like had some influence from Indonesia. Uh-huh. Quality was there, but yeah, there's this like ketchup type sauce, right? That you guys put on everything. Maybe just ketchup a guy that I know. Sauce. There's a guy I met, and he he gets it from like this like a Dutch store here. It's kind of like ketchup. It's a red sauce, but it has more like an Asian type flavor to it. But it's from Indonesia. But yeah, I just, I just like wondering what's the name of the sauce. Oh, it's um, sambal. Sambal. Yeah. You guys don't have sambal. No. Okay. What there you, you guys go. don't? Exactly. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, sambal. Yeah. So okay. we don't have that. D- okay. Are you wondering what we put on our food now? <laughs> world view is shattered. No, I thought that like Samoa is like a normal thing throughout the world. Like everybody has it. Like kind of like Tabasco. Oh, no. I mean, I haven't seen it here in Utah. And I haven't seen it in Minnesota, not in Canada. Okay. Yeah. Sambal. Okay, good to know. Well, that, that's so, weird. Unless you go to a Dutch store. That's the only place you can find it here in Utah is at the Dutch store. Really? Because you got you guys have a Dutch store in, in Utah? Mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's like a local so like, dutch family who owns it so okay cool so that's in salt lake city or um i think yeah it's technically i think it's either like murray or salt lake it's like right in the border there between the two cities but yeah the it's like passed down by like three different generations uh-huh. in the dutch store um and they have a really awesome like deli section like i love their deli meat it reminds me of home because back in canada where i'm from like there are tons of Dutch immigrants there. So that was like commonplace to find. Um, but yeah, they have like croquette there, good sausages. Okay, good cool. Sandwich. So yeah. You're like a getting me excited to like visit the store, but, but I'm already living in the Netherlands. So what's the point? Just <laughs> <laughs> to see what we have and what we don't have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll take you there. yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I mean, it's that. definitely a lot smaller than what I am used to in Canada. Like there's, a lot larger stores in Canada where I'm from, but it's still there. We still have something here. I guess the yeah, Dutch population over like they, they were more to, to Canada and a lot more like to Michigan, I guess. Yeah, I think so where I'm from, it's like farmland, right? I think it uh-huh. was just a really it like attracted all of the farmers, farming immigrants from Holland mm-hmm. to that area. So I mean, yeah, I would say they're all like German and Dutch honestly Uh like pretty much exclusively where i'm from and so Uh it makes sense you see that like a lot in the markets there and the food at least when i grew up it was like that um versus here in utah utah is like far more diverse than where it was back in it was london where i'm from by the way (laughs) so compared compared to london ontario canada i would say that utah is far my far more diverse like definitely a lot more hispanic culture here less like european influence um mm. so. i guess because utah, utah was part of mexico before right or am i getting things wrong oh i wonder if the southern southern part was we're not on the border of mexico yeah, um, yeah you're 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 on the um, like like i think two states above or three mexico so we're above arizona so yeah just like go through arizona and you're to mexico so yeah mm. Yeah, that's a story for another day pretty close yeah different story different day but <laughs> anyways i guess we could talk about the food then yeah because we're already talking about that like uh, sure. growing up with the hagelslag hagelslag so what are like some du- typical dutch things that you you grew up with okay 
So my grandma would make green potatoes. Do you know what that is? No. Really? Okay. You might know this. Okay. So um, you boil sausage and then after it's cooked, you boil the potatoes in the same water. And then when the potatoes are done, drain everything, obviously. And then you add powdered kale, but you don't like, you don't taste the vegetable. It just makes the potatoes green. It has some vegetable in it. And then you put back the sausage in. Do you guys have that? Burkol, maybe. Wait, what do you say? What is it called? Burkol, I think. I think. I'm not, not very sure. Wait, let me pull up. Yeah, Why so that's getting... something. Oh. And then, I mean, dinner, it's like basically like meat, potato, and some kind of vegetable or salad. That's always dinner for us. Like my mom's side, he was a farmer, my grandpa. And so it would always be like farm fresh steak or chicken, that kind of thing. But lunch was always really simple. And I think that's also still commonplace there in Holland. Lunch is usually just a sandwich. Yeah, very so true. I mean, like, yeah, when you, when you compare it like Italy, Italy is like more, I don't know, like more special kind of like um, things you eat in the um, I don't know the word for in middag in, um, in noon. lunch. Lunch. Yeah, but lunch. Yeah. So yeah, when you compare it like other countries, we eat like very, very dry, I guess you could say, because we just eat like a sandwich with um, cheese or hagelslag um, or, um, you know, it, like it isn't very special, basically. Yeah. Brochikas, brochikas. Wow, I can't. Brochikas. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like <laughs> the stuff you like take with earlier. you. <laughs> <laughs> this beer. Yeah, brochikas. Yeah. Mm. Like the funny thing cheese. is, like, yeah, like, like the typical Dutch thing would be taking your broodje cast with you, really like going <laughs> like, go, going somewhere. Like, take for example the Efteling, which is like an amusement park, or Maduro Dom, or like anywhere, and just like skip out on buying food there. You just eat your broodje cast because yes. that's cheaper. Oh my gosh, that's totally my family, hundred percent. Ghost test being frugal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never, you never eat out. Like that's a waste of money in our eyes. Like. A young young people are more inclined to do that, but like families, you just yeah. see them on a bench with like with the little lunch boxes and stuff. It's pretty funny. Oh yeah, that was me for sure. My mom like still packs a picnic whenever we go places. Like <laughs> it kind of took me to train myself to actually eat out and be okay with like spending the money on it because it's still up, it's weird, always, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're not if you've not grown up with it, it's like I don't know. Still like you feel like oh I'm not spending too much. Is it like okay, you know? Yeah, this, this this take is like four euro is like more expensive than 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 the other one. Is this is this like even even kosher? Is this okay? Can I can I do this? Yeah, and I remember growing up, my grand my dad he would say, "Okay, mom, like how much is each? Like how much is dinner total? You know?" And they would like mm-hmm. add it up, and it was like our plates were like maybe two dollars a plate to like feed the family, and that was like mm-hmm. a prideful thing, you know. They were kind of frugal. We like to save money, especially on food, but it's always good food. I mean, dinner definitely was like. A big thing and lunch is just nice and simple, you know, pack huh? some sandwiches and you're good. But yeah. But what else? What else remember? Um Hachelslach for sure. That's what the chocolate sprinkles on toast. So um, I was wondering, like Hachelach is like importing your country. So how much would you pay for um you know, just like a normal Hachelachy? I would sell my right arm. No, just kidding. Um uh I would say if you go to the Dutch store. Yeah. I think it's like $4, $3 four. for a box. Yeah. But in Canada, it'd be cheaper, right? Because there's more Dutch stores, like more competition. But even but, then, it's like not too bad, I guess. Yeah. No. It, 
it's it not like during Comic-Con, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's still pretty reasonable. Um, yeah, yeah. But if we go back to Canada, we like stock up and bring it back in our suitcases. So. <laughs> <laughs> like transporting like ma'am what are you doing with your house you're in your um, is it drugs no move on Just kidding. <laughs> yeah um <laughs> um but yeah no so for those who are listening that is just chocolate sprinkles and so you toast some bread not always toasted actually it can do you, do you guys toast bread um i was gonna say ours are not toasted but you could toast it put some butter on it and then put the sprinkles on so it'll stay and it's like you have well, <laughs> unless you're me and I'll have like three when I was little, but you should just have like one because it's not exactly healthy, but Two. it was so good. It's just like kind of normal. Yeah. Too standard. Yeah. It's so mm. good. I love that. And that's sometimes for dessert. Right. Yeah. I would say mostly for dessert. I don't remember that for breakfast really, but uh, it's more of a breakfast thing here. Really? You guys eat it for breakfast. Okay. Yeah. Because we had it mostly at my grandma's house and she would bring it out after dinner. It'd be yeah, I guess it's, it's it's more like the healthy, healthy kind of way of living. Is that uh, it? Yes, okay. it's, it's, it's a breakfast lunch kind of thing. Okay. Cause yeah, she would bring out a platter of like a loaf of bread on toasted and then some butter in a hockelslach. And like there's different ones. So there's the shavings and there's actual sprinkles. What is the sprinkle one called? I forget. The sprinkle one is called hockelslach and the, the, the shavings are called flocken. Flocken. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which which I personally think are like one hundred times better. Yes. Okay, sorry. I take back what I said. Flochen is my favorite. It's the chocolate shavings. So we'd have both. You'd have the shavings or the sprinkles. But yeah, that was her dessert. That and um they're called stoop waffles. Stoop waffles. But um how do I describe that to people? It's like a super skinny waffle it's, it's like, it's a, it's like a, syrup in a batter. Kind of. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, it's just like a, yeah, like you said, it's like a it's like a thin layer of um, waffle with a little bit of syrup in it, and um, you know if you buy it off a stand, it's it's like um, made fresh and hot. But if you buy it from a store, it's like kind of. Well, I haven't had it from a stand yet, so. Me neither. So <laughs> still like waiting <laughs> to figure it out if it's like ten times better or not. But you know, it, it looks and like. It sounds better. It smells like ten. Yeah, it totally is. I think, but. You know, being frugal and stuff, yay. <laughs> no. I really have a bunch of cars with me. That. Why am I going to go? <laughs> <laughs> I packed some food, so I'm good. I don't need yeah, that. Yeah, totally, yeah. Oh, my gosh. No, need, no need to spend a one, so one dollar, one euro. <laughs> Why spend a dollar when this is 10 cents, you know? Yeah, totally, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that. And then, um, I don't know the name of them, but it's like, a cookie in the shape of a windmill and it's like a ginger bread type taste maybe, maybe yeah maybe speculas that I rings think. a bell i'm, I'm grandpa, not, grandma saying that speculation i'm not sure wait hold up she Let never me taught me that i'm so mad about it all for my she like adamantly like refused to, to, talk, to teach you dutch right yeah so all four of my grandparents are from holland okay those are listening and i only know like basics where i was kidding my dad had road rage so i know those swear words um <laughs> otherwise yeah they only spoke to me in english and so and then like dutch food was obviously said in dutch but never taught me anything and that's no quite dutch. sad i suppose because uh, if you were you know if you're young and you kind of like pick it up around you then even if you don't really speak it anymore from the age of like six till twelve you still have it 
in your system some somewhat. So I know. Yeah. I'm sure now they're seeing me like studying Dutch and they're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda, like, yeah. Yes, you should be. You should have shot me. Um, but I'm pretty sure it is speculatious. That sounds like that is totally. I, I, I searched it up saying. and it's speculas. Yeah, there you go. So speculas is hella delicious. So they're so good. And we dip it. So even as a little little kid, we'd also have our dessert was um a little cup of coffee. So you'd like dip your cookies into it. And so oh, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a very it's a thing you do with speculas, yeah. Yeah, so good. So so good. By the way, if you ever go to a Dutch store, there apparently is a speculas spread. Oh what? so maybe there's something for you. Yeah. 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 I'll try that. Totally yeah. should. That's what I remember as far as food goes. It's pretty simple. I don't know. I've never been like a soup soup kind of guy, but like soup is apparently like a little bit of a thing here. In the winter, you have etta soup, which is like pea soup. Etta soup. Oh, that's like the green, like the green base, right? Yeah, like green peas yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, not not my kind of thing, really. Mm, I love that. I'll try all those soups. Yeah, you have some soups. Yeah, some mean soups. If, even that, I'm I'm not really like a soup kind of guy, so. So you're not the guy to talk about soups. Just <laughs> my mom makes the best like meatball soup ever. She doesn't make it anymore because she's like, my kids are out of the house. I don't care. But I want to convince her. It's so good. Because you're going to be visiting in the winter, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to come after school. So I'll be there for, I want to go for a month. I want to say, I want to go to Spain for a month and then Holland for a month. Mm. That'd be a good time. But I'll stay in Utrecht. Utrecht is very nice. So I think I'm thinking it's like, um, mini Amsterdam maybe gonna offend some people by saying Without that but the expats <laughs> yeah we've, uh, yeah not really like yeah it has some expats as well but it's, it's less busy um less tourist oriented and more like laid back okay yeah that sounds about right I just want to live in like a city with all the awesome architecture that you guys have and like so much history so and it has the university there so it'd be a younger crowd and uh-huh. the canals all that stuff so and of course, the Netherlands is very big. So if you want to go somewhere, like public transport is very good. At least when it comes to arriving on time, they aren't very good. But when they do come <laughs> on time, you know, like um, being being able to travel everywhere is like is like great. And the country is, is very so big. Funny. So I so I follow this um, blogger, and she it gets on Instagram, and she is only in Dutch, right? Huh. And I swear, her story, her Instagram story. It's always her pissed off the train coming late. So it's so funny that you said that. And I'm like, I don't know exactly what you're saying, but I know you're mad about the train. I was like, oh yeah, it's late again. <laughs> yeah, I used, to, I used to travel by train a lot, like in 2017 till 2020, I guess. I, I used to like go by train every day. And the amount of times the train has left me hanging at the station while it was like really rainy or very windy or like cold as can be immeasurable. Yeah. Um, okay, so on the topic of expats and stuff, um, that's how like people are going there for work, right? And they just stay and work in the cities. But you guys mm-hmm. also have a lot of like immigration as well and like Rotterdam and stuff too, right? Uh-huh. It's so, like what okay, so break up the percentages like of I who like where they're I, mostly from. I had it somewhere, so um wait, I'm gonna uh gonna do this as quickly as possible um we're good intermission music do 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 i put him uh, on the spot here guys so sorry okay. um, uh, synchronized arm 
Heel veel informatie. Uh, 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 um, that's not what I, I know a lot of them see. are from. You said that you mentioned Morocco and yeah, okay. Syria. So yeah, what um, was the other place you Syria, said? Syria is like more like in the entirety of the Netherlands. Um, Suriname oh, okay. is pretty big. Suriname, okay. Um, African countries in 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 general, kind of. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, like okay. I'm gonna come and Morocco is like Polish an, too, right? Some people from Poland come. Yeah, Poland as well, but it's, it's like more like in a what do you call it? Like a more like a nationwide thing. Like Russia oh, is like more not like in the cities. Okay. Yeah, I guess they are as well. Wait, yeah, hold up. I'm like trying to search Sorry. for more information. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Anyways, when you look this up, don't worry about it. Um, I remember him mentioning that Rotterdam has a lot of people from like North Africa, especially Morocco. And then I remember talking to him about Poland coming in for work in Holland. Maybe that's like more nationwide where they stay. But yeah, in the big cities, they have a lot of immigration from the Middle East and like North Africa. So, and you'll hear really Arabic and stuff. I guess like yeah, Moroccans and then like um, Turkish people, you have them everywhere in the Netherlands, like a little bit less in the villages, but more like um, even smaller cities or like bigger cities there. They're pretty much, um, yeah, like a staple of the society, basically. Okay, and yeah. that's is that fairly new, or how long ago is that for immigration? Um, that came with, um, like back in the sixties, we really had a um, oh wow, sixties, growth spurt as the country. So um, there were like a lot of uh, jobs that were vacant. So we um. I don't know, like handed out like applications to to Italian, Spanish. Um, like North Africans, such as um, Tunisians, uh, Moroccans, um, Turkish people as well, even though they're not from North Africa, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and some decided to stay here. Um, that's basically oh. like the new wave of. Uh, so, the 60s, immigrants. there was a working like surplus. They didn't have enough people to work at the jobs. So, they had yeah. invitations to come and work and they chose to yeah. stay. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. The, the, yeah, like, I yeah. never knew that at all. Like back in the 60s, I thought it would be a lot more recent than that. But I don't know, it was like in the 60s when we like really started like um, making progress as a country again after the mm. Second World War. Interesting. Yeah, didn't know that. So I guess if you go to the cities, you can expect to hear some Arabic too, right? Like you'll hear that in the streets sometimes. I'm, I'm from a small village, so whatever um, I say, you know, take take, take you're with right. a grain of salt. Putting on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> anyways i was really excited for that too because I, I i dabble in arabic so i'm like sweet maybe i can try that too when i'm there but maybe. i didn't realize you, how you can, yeah. diverse immigration was into the small country like holland yeah, the, so that was very very diverse so um that's awesome yeah i'm excited i'm even more excited to come <laughs> <laughs> that's great um okay what else there was something else we we're going to talk about too yeah totally wait um Okay. How far are you with Arabic? Mm, I can have a really basic conversation. Like, nice to meet you. Like, I can meet someone's mom. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> okay. Teach me something yeah. in Dutch. That's not a swear word. <laughs> um, let me think. Something useful as well. Niet mm-hmm. um... te <laughs> Which means very gross. <laughs> where is the train station? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. In a very weird accent. <laughs> yeah. It's not how you actually say it. Oh, uh, we though. should talk about the dialects and like accents. Dialects. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. I think so. Very, very diverse, actually. So I think every single province has its own dialect. And in that province, there's like smaller dialects as well. When it comes to my um, dialect, it's called Zeus. And even in Zeus, you have like subcategories. So I think there were like 12 or something. And, you know, it ain't even that big like our province. So imagine like everything throughout the entirety of Holland. There, there's so many like diversity when it comes to um, dialects and uh, ways of speaking. But I think it's getting like more uniform now. Because back in the day, like, I don't know, schools were more like um, lenient, lenient with um, having dialects and stuff. But like now they're like kind of like phasing out, which is kind of sad in a way. The dialects, yeah. Because I know that, okay, so Brabant has a softer G, right? Yeah. And the rest yeah. have a really harsh G. You well, speak we... with a harsh G. No. Our, you our act, I do. That's like my, my normal standard Dutch accent. And I've been brought up basically in, in normal Dutch and not in, uh, in, oh, okay. in a dialect. But okay. like when it comes to like my, uh, my the, like the dialect of my hometown, we don't even use a G entirely. We, we like use an H. No way. So if you go to Zeeland, no. they're going to use an H instead of a G. Yeah. <gasps> yeah at least yeah, if, if they speak their dialect, basically. Like nobody <laughs> understands like Zeus. Mm, okay. Like 15 minutes, 15 minutes away from me. Like if I start speaking Zeus to those guys, yep, that's a no go. Oh wow, it's like that, like localized. It's like, yeah, seriously. Yeah. Hmm. So how big is your village that speaks like that? Um, not very big actually. It's very small, and yeah, it's not really like a village. It's more like an at least here, it's like an island kind of thing. Well, you know, even know, even like the villages have like different accents as well, because you can hear if somebody's like from this village or that village, even though we're like so close together. Mm-hmm. It's like pretty funny, like things are formed. So, yeah. So it was like, what would you say? It's like 2,000 people. Yeah. Maybe like two, yeah, 2,000 or something like that. So it's pretty interesting. Yeah. I'm just like wondering like how everything like formed to be that way. And even like mm-hmm. Flemish is like entirely, you know, and they're like very, very distinct from uh, from any sort of. Flemish is, yeah. yeah Dutch, That's in the so north, right? North of Belgium. Belgium. Oh. Flemish isn't spoken in the Netherlands. Sorry, so north of Belgium, north part of Belgium speaks Flemish. What's yeah. the part that's like Frisian. northern? Frisian. That's, yeah. yeah, that's different too, right? Yeah, yeah that, that's like, an, that's apparently like a separate language. Okay, yeah. So like and, that, and that language apparently is like the, the closest related language to English. But I guess it's like a second language everyone everyone speaks and everyone just sticks to Dutch. That's what I think. But oh, so they're considered like totally unique languages. Yeah, first Persian isn't is a different language. Okay. Wow, didn't know that. <laughs> the Oops. more you know. The more you know. I get really annoyed sometimes because um, like when I tell people that I'm learning Dutch, people assume that it's German. And it's like so different. Like, no, not Dutch, it's Dutch, like English, Dutch. <laughs> Yeah, Dutch is very, very different from German, believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah, and, is it? Uh, it's, it's pretty much. Um, I guess there are some like really big parallels because they're both Germanic. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of words are uh, very similar, 
but if you had a like a Dutch native speaker and a German native speaker who didn't have any knowledge of like the, the other language and you would put them in the same room, I guess they could kind of communicate somewhat, but in like a social setting. Uh-uh. No, I agree. Yeah. I would okay, I would describe Dutch as more like around sounding German. Like you like have a lot more like French, like vowel type like sounds to it. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like when I hear German, like I love German too. Like it's just more flat, but Dutch is like their vowels are just so unique and it's more of a round sounding language. So Mm -hmm. it's like pretty funny as well because German is like viewed as as a pretty harsh language Mm -hmm. around the world. Dutch is more harsh. In my opinion, like German, German is like pretty soothe. Yeah, yeah. Pretty soothing. It's like pretty, I don't know. No, I totally agree. I would say. Dutch is harsher. Like it's more of a harsh language than harsher. German. So if you don't believe me, listen to a clip of both. Okay. It's true. <laughs> um, in like many different ways, but yeah, I don't know. I kind of compare um, like how Americans like kind of have like a flat sounding English and then it's kind of like a loose comparison, but like, think of it this way. Like Americans have a loose, like a, a flat sounding English and then like British and Australian kind of have like more round sounding like unique vowels you know and that's dutch to me from the french influence of dutch so yeah that's what i think (laughs) yeah i think you're totally correct in that one so yeah and like again the g's are way harsher than german so Mm -hmm. yeah i think that people just from north america just don't know about holland because it is a smaller country and when they think of europe they kind of like lump everything together so those small countries kind of get lost you know <laughs> yeah such as luxembourg like how many of your friends know about luxembourg for example like none of my friends but i do because i'm a weirdo but <laughs> <laughs> with like unique audience. but yeah like totally yeah like i remember in high school like we were kind of taught like it's how i was taught like everything spain up to norway right is considered europe and then over to russia like that's just all considered europe but talking to europeans and out they're like no like we have Western Europe is very different from Spain. Like, where are the cutoff marks for you guys? Like, how is it taught to you? I guess we have Western Europe, Eastern Europe, and Southern Europe. So I think we'd lump. Okay, hold up. Um, so you also have Northern Europe. That's Denmark. Um, so basically Scandinavia, Finland, Sweden, Norway, and Denmark. You have Western Europe, which is Belgium, Luxembourg, Austria, Switzerland, uh, France, England, Ireland, like all those countries, like kind of that that influence uh, swear. Um, mm-hmm. And then you have Southern Europe, which is Portugal, uh, Spain. I guess you can like um, count Greece as well into it. Turkey, which is kind of half Europe, half Asia. And you also have Eastern Europe, which is the rest. The rest is just lumped together. <laughs> there are a lot. There are a lot of countries, so I'm not going to name all of them, but you kind of get like a an idea of what how is how we like view it. Yeah. So, okay. Would you say France is Southern Europe or is that like Western Europe? Um, I guess France, uh, France is still Western Europe. Okay. Okay. Cool. So I think like Mediterranean is like Southern Europe. Basically. Yeah. Mediterranean is yeah, it's Southern Europe. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. That's a good way of thinking about it. Okay. So when people think of Holland, they just immediately jump to Amsterdam where mm. everyone goes for tourism and stuff. They always think of like, yeah, when I say like, no, I'm learning Dutch because I am Dutch. They're like, oh, like Amsterdam. I said, yeah. And they'll be like, oh, like they legalize weed there and they have red light district there. I'm like, yeah, but there's a lot more to Holland than just that. 
Yeah, we totally, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Western, we're like the, yeah, the, the red light district and um, coffee shops are more like aimed for tourists than, um, than Dutch people, I believe. Totally, yeah. Like I haven't met anybody who has even been to the red light district and like, let alone like smoking weed there isn't really like, it's not necessarily like frowned upon, but it's not like everyone does it, you know? It's, it's not, kinda... it's not common. Maybe, maybe like it's more around like younger people are like more inclined to do it, but yeah. Even then, it's it's more of like kind of like a youth kind of thing. It's not it's not like people above thirty are like chain smokers of weed, you know. Right. No, not at all. Yeah, that, and it's definitely like really more help. recreational, right? Like even if you do smoke weed here, it's like not every day. It's just a recreational once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. There's way more to see in Amsterdam <clears throat> than just those two things. Like, mm. there's a lot of museums you can go to, like the old architecture, canals. There's a lot more to it. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Okay, I want you to pronounce Van Gogh for me, though. <laughs> Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Van Gogh. I love that. It's like how you're properly. <laughs> that's how it's properly so, so, pronounced. So it's like a, it's like like a British version, like Van Gogh. <laughs> Van Gogh. Yeah. Van Gogh. So, and okay, so yeah, they have a museum there for Van Gogh. Yeah. Um, they have the Anne Frank House. Anne Frank. Focus. And what was that open air museum you're talking about? I have no idea what it's called anymore. Okay, but talk about it. Because it's interesting. I went there when I was 11 um oh, okay. i think or like like 10 or 11 mm-hmm. and um it's pretty it's pretty interesting at least um i thought it was you have some uh, some actors walking around like kind of like um you know acting out and what, what the time period was like and you can kind of see like the netherlands throughout the ages so i'm um, from back in the, the the medieval days i guess and yeah up through like the, the 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 what do you call it again it doesn't really matter. Like the Netherlands, like basically through the ages, be it like um, the, the the medieval time, uh, war time, um, after that, kind kind of that stuff. It's like pretty pretty interesting. It's just yeah. some, like um, buildings and uh, some actors and some um, yeah muse- museum kind of kind of thingy. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, I think that Holland, like the kind of, their account of the World Wars, is awesome. I mean, I might be biased, but like a lot of really good resources like even on netflix they have really good movies about the world wars because holland mm. was so involved with it you know like being right next to germany and oh yeah so, totally yeah yeah i think that's i mean if you're interested at all in history i know like harm knows a ton about that so we'll talk about that in a different episode but mm-hmm. it's like they have really awesome accounts and a different perspective of it instead of just the american perspective so we should talk mm-hmm. about that a different time but yeah, yeah totally there's um i'm sure there's places to go and Amsterdam about that too, but I can list some good movie recommendations in the comments too. But yeah, I think and my, my grandpa, he has some crazy stories about the war because you know he's a farmer. He's a okay, get this right. I believe he was one of twelve children or thirteen children, something like that. Um, but he was twenty, eighteen or twenty, young when. Germans are coming through looking for people to be put into like their working camps, you know, and they had a hiding spot next to the barn 
and it was um, a wooden pile, but you lift it up and you can crawl in there, you know? And um, he had a sibling who made it to the wood pile and hid when like Germans came to their farm. Right. But he couldn't get there on time. So he had to hide like in the manure under the horses. And he like watched the boots, like walk past, they like entered the barn looking for young people. It was like crazy stories. Anyways, tangent. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> um, yeah, repeating myself now, but yeah, we're totally really, going to get into it. Yeah. Yeah. The Dutch really do have awesome accounts of the wars. Mm. And so we should talk about that at a different time, but yeah. yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you and I can just talk for hours, though, about yeah. <laughs> Holland. We, to- so. we totally could, I think. So <laughs> we should save some for next episode. And um... yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just call it. I think it's been we've been talking for like two hours, and we can um, mm-hmm. record a second episode at a different time. But yeah, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. <laughs> thanks yeah, for being thanks my for first guest. <laughs> yeah, no problem. It's my pleasure. So yeah, thanks for listening, you guys, and I'll catch you next time. Bye, Harm. Bye. All right, that's it for the first episode. Thanks for making it all the way through. Um, I want to hear your feedback. So I started a Facebook page and a Instagram page for this podcast. They're both at um, Cultural Discourse Podcast. So tell me what you think about them. Give me some advice. Um, I also have already recorded the second episode, possibly a third episode, um, with somebody from Venezuela. So stay excited for that. It'll be out in a few days here. So yeah, thanks for listening. Bye you guys.